Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And uh, we've got the gang back together, which is uh, good news and bad news. It's good news because we've got everyone together. We've not had one together for a while. Bad news is this is supposed to be a bite-sized episode, episode 38, and uh, I've got a horrible feeling it's going to be, I think as Susan called before we start recording, more buffet size than bite size today uh because we've got quite a lot to talk about and get through so let's say hello to the gang uh welcome back susan who's been on her many travels <laughs> hello how are you doing i'm doing all right as i said i've been back for about a week now and i really feel like my tan is going because you've done you've done paris you've done mexico, so mexico done and just like to say thank you so much guys for worrying about me well you know because because <laughs> You were the there day I got the back, earthquake. I was bombarded by messages saying, Are you all right? We, we, we hear the, tr- the trouble that's going to Mexico. I was like, what trouble? What, was what, it, what's going was on? Was it a proper was cockney flying. all right then? That was a proper cockney all right that just came yeah. out of your mouth. <laughs> all right. All right. And uh, Gareth, hello. Good evening, Adam. And uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm right. I haven't been anywhere exotic. You've so not been I'm anywhere nice. exotic at all? No, I've just been pumpkin carving because it is Halloween season. You've been pumpkin carving already. I've been I've been doing Halloween for nearly a month. Uh, whoa. whoa! 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 What? Adam, do not judge. I'm, I'm not <laughs> judging. Not I'm judge. not judging. Uh, but you've been doing it for a month already. Yeah. Halloween uh, Halloween's too good to be over inside a month. Okay, fair enough. Adam, so, did you miss the message where he started showing us pictures of his Halloween? Yeah, but oh, I thought yeah. that was like a bit of a joke. Clearly, it's not. <laughs> um, okay. Fair enough. Kids go back to school. Halloween, Halloween decorations go up. Okay, Sideways. fair enough. Disney World have been celebrating Halloween since the middle of August. Yes, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, anyway. Hello, Katie. Hello. You follow you? protocol. I've noticed you've not really said anything yet because I haven't introduced you. There's some people who who are clearly just think they're too big for their boots now. We'll come to that later. Oh, you mean uh, well, well, Anyway, hello, hello, Katie. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit tired, fresh from Disneyland Paris, but all good. All good. All good. All good. Well, that's good news. Uh, but and uh, and including that, we also have to. Apparently, we, this is now in his contract. We have to play this. Let's come in. Yet it is the YouTube sensation. That is John. Hello, John. That was some build-up. Oh, I had to mute my microphone. And that's why it's not a bite size today. Sorry. Uh, hello, John. How are you? I'm 
tired. <laughs> Are you with us? Are you with it? Do you know sad, what's going on? I'm sad and tired. Yeah, so John, John's john been uh, basically visiting as many parks as he can in a week, uh, which we'll explain a little <laughs> bit more later. Uh, and he's also been starring in YouTube videos, and he may have his Disney medals stripped from him uh, after we discovered just who he was with in the latest YouTube video. But we'll come to that a little bit later. So uh, let's uh, start off today. We've got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, Katie is going to talk to us a little bit about her um, experiences at Run Disney. Uh, we've got John, who uh, is taking over the show today because he's got his good, book, bad and ugly of Walt Disney World. And also his little trip out to Disneyland Paris where he got to go and find out a little bit more about what was going on with regards to these fan days events. So uh, that's pretty much context of this show which is of course as i said a bite size which means it's going to be very short and very sweet and to the point or not maybe the case today so we'll start off with john then um let's should we do good bad and ugly for walt disney world to start off with today then we can give your voice a bit of a rest while we talk to katie and a, a run disney experience sounds like a plan so how long were you out for i was there for two weeks okay two full glorious weeks and this was slightly delayed wasn't it because of the hurricane it was. I was supposed to fly out on Monday the 11th and ended up flying out on Thursday the 14th instead. Right, so okay. Three-day three day delay. Four-day so, delay. So let's start then with you good. Where, where are we going first? So we're going to start at the very beginning. As it's a very good Marie place to start. Marie Bontrat once said, it's a very good place to start. Um, and we're going to talk about um, first good is Disney. Okay. I know that's kind of a stupid thing to say when consider what we do yeah but um basically when our flight was cancelled and we had to make all the new arrangements um disney were absolutely perfect they, they handled everything really well they made sure that our package was extended um they made sure that there was a room available for us still they made sure that um all of our dining plan was um extended over and that we wouldn't lose anything from that um, they made sure as well that the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party tickets that we had were also valid for any other night that we wanted to go oh, while we were there. So I cannot say enough good things about how well they handled it. Granted, I was on the phone for a long time. I remember you saying it was a few um, hours, wasn't it? Yes, as I imagine um, a lot of people were. There was, you know, it was it was quite an epic wait. Um, two and a half hours it took me to sort everything out. Um, I was very stressed. But it got sorted and everything everything just went through into the new time period. They sent me all, all the documentation again. So yeah. I, I got two of those fantastic packs, um, which sadly came after I left. Oh, okay. If I hadn't have come after I left, I would have got the $200 gift card instead of just one $100 gift card. Oh, no. Um, I know. But um, I have a set of four very lovely luggage tags now. And two Walt Disney World information booklets, um, but yeah, they were absolutely spot on. They got everything sorted um, so that when we went out there, you wouldn't even have noticed. The only downside was that they lost our original magic bands. Oh, okay. So how did they because replace those then? They they had they had them available in the hotel. Right. Okay. They had extra ones available, which they actually said was very unusual because usually they just have grey ones. Yeah. Um, because the coloured ones have to be pre-ordered. Mm -hmm. Um, but they actually had a couple of colours. Two of us had to double up on colour, but 
I was always intending to buy one a magic band when I went out. You never take them off anyway, do you? You always keep them on. I don't think I ever What's took that? Them magic band? Yeah, yeah, I've still yeah, got, oh, yeah, I've got all my magic bands. I've still got the magic band version one. Yeah. So, yeah, I cannot speak um, highly um, enough of them. It's the customer service that we know them for. Yeah. And how were they at uh, remaking your bed every day? Oh, gosh. I, I, listen, I heard you talking about that. <laughs> Um, do you know what? That was everything in my will not to add my two cents worth to that daft lady's comment. Um, our bed was made every day. Excellent. Apart from well, the days where we asked it not to be made. Okay, okay fair enough. So you've got completely <laughs> the opposite problem. But I just I just have to say one thing on this. This woman had two beds. Why didn't she sleep in the other bed? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe I she was saving that for the that. second week. But yeah, mousekeeping were great. Um, we we obviously you 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 tip your mousekeepers and yep. we'd, we'd ask them for like little little notes. They kept on giving us decaf coffee, which I never understand the concept of decaf coffee. No. But okay, um, and we asked them to stop giving us decaf and just to give, give us regular coffee, which they did no problem. Anytime we needed toiletries, they left us extra toiletries. Um, yeah, no problems at all. Good, no That's problems good at all. Okay, so what else have we got on our good? So on my next good is, um, I, now we have to bear in mind that I'm doing this, um, this is my first time in like four years going to Disney World, so yeah. it all felt very fresh for me. Yeah. So course, yeah. for me, um, one of the top things was Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Which I'm still yet to experience, so you know, it'd be interesting to see what your take is on it. It's, it's totally worth it. We bought our tickets in advance, mm -hmm. I will say that we didn't actually buy them from Disney, which is why, again, Disney kind of go up in my estimations with regards to changing our tickets we yeah. didn't buy them through them we actually bought them from a third party um because it was significantly cheaper yeah um and we were just blown away we paid 43 pounds from the company that we bought them for yeah and 43 pounds for what we got was outstanding we easily easily got 43 pounds worth of candy oh wow okay um we were all walking away with two bags full by the That's end of the mad. night. Because I'd heard they cut down a little bit on the amount that they gave people, but it, it genuinely depended on which candy station you went to and right. what person you went to. There okay. was one um, candy station that was at, um, as it, I don't know what it's called, the Dumbo's Silly Circus or whatever yeah, it's called. The, the, yes. Um, oh, Pete Silly Sideshow, where yes. they have the character meet and greets in mm -hmm. the day, and then at night it became a trick or treat trail. Right, so okay. you could go around one side um, where they would have Minnie and Daisy during the day. That was one trick or treat trail, and then you come back around and you go around the other side. So you ended up with six lots of candy, okay. and they were not stingy in there at all. They were giving you handfuls. We did that twice, and that was one bag full. Wow! So we had to get a second bag, and that was right at the start of the night. So we had to then carry that round for the <laughs> night. Luckily, one of us was clever enough to bring a backpack. So Good idea. Just tossed it all in the backpack. Oh yeah, John, you don't carry no backpack. <laughs> no, I don't carry. I had a bum bag, and do you know what? People diss bum bags, but it was so convenient. It was so, <laughs> so handy. It was so handy. And I looked cool. I made it look cool. Okay. You say so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one before. I did. I did. The only thing is, is when I had my pictures taken with characters, I would flip it around so you couldn't see it. Have you been to the Disney California one, then? I am. Um, I went to it years ago when it, when it was first in um, DCA. And they had Goofy's Candy Corn Acres, and it was it wasn't very good. I've not been to it since they've kind of they moved it into the Disneyland and had uh, Mickey's Halloween Party and got a parade and got its own fireworks. I've not been to it since okay. then. Oh, so it's very um, fresh for you then. Yeah, I've been to Mickey's Not So Scary before. Okay. Um, but that was like I said, it was like four years ago, mm, um, and okay. we spent half of that doing the villain soiree. 
because that was that took up about two hours of the time, which is quite a long time when you don't really have that long. Mm. Yeah. Um. So for to just go in and do do it, we went in at four, uh, and we did it from four o'clock right till till the park closed. Right. Okay. Um, and it was great. We had a great time between the parade, which is probably just one of the best parades that Disney do, and the fireworks, which With I really enjoyed horsemen. because it was one of the few fireworks that Disney do now that doesn't rely on projection mapping. So it doesn't matter where you stand. Yeah. The fireworks still blow your mind. Mm. Okay. Um, and then the, the the Hocus Pocus show, which was just brilliant. Yeah, I've heard really good things about that. But... I don't know why they've never used the Sanderson sisters before until last year, because they were brilliant. Okay. They were absolutely brilliant. Fair enough. Um, um, so yeah, the, so the, the Headless Horseman's still in the parade, isn't he? He goes slower now, because too many people were complaining that they couldn't get decent pictures of him. Okay. And there's also he the video online of him falling over, yeah. Yes, he, yeah, did. he did. Yeah, he skidded when it was wet. Um, so, um, he kind of just trots along now, rather than gallops. Fair enough. But we didn't catch him because we were in a queue to meet Winnie the Pooh and friends. Okay. So we never Did you see, see the Haunted Mansion characters outside the Haunted Mansion? No, we oh. went over to the Haunted Mansion and we had a, um, a, a magic shot taken outside the Haunted Mansion. But when we were there, they must have been switching over the the, the characters. Right. Because there was actually nobody there. Um, oh, no. And the queue was like 30 minutes as the Haunted Mansion always is at, Hallow well, not at, yeah, of course at it Halloween is. night. You, you know it's you know it's Halloween when Haunted Mansion's getting the same wait time as Seven Dwarfs Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we didn't we didn't actually venture into the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Fair enough. But how's, was, sorry, John, I've got one question. Um, go for it. How's, how's it compared to the soiree at Disneyland Paris? It's a, it's a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah. It's, it's a completely different kettle of fish. Um, it's you can kind of see. The when you go to the soiree, I think you can kind of see what they're trying to do and what they would like to do. But obviously, they suffer from the fact that they don't have a specific, specific Halloween parade. And when they did do the Halloween parade at last year's soiree, they kind of reused floats. So sometimes uh, okay. they didn't really make sense. Like yeah. you would have like Maleficent standing on a cornucopia, and that doesn't really make sense. Um, whereas these are obviously very specific to Halloween. And then when they do bring those harvesty style parade floats out, they have characters that fit the float. So it was, you can see that the soiree had definitely has the beginnings of what could eventually become something as epic as Mickey's not so scary, but they're not quite there yet. Right, okay, fair enough. But they're working on it. They're getting there, slowly. They're getting there. Okay, so that's a good for you. What else have we got on your good list? So... Don't suppose this will come as any surprise because anybody that's ever been to Walt Disney World will probably say this, but cast members. Yeah. Um, I'm going to specifically refer to Animal Kingdom and Epcot because I'm going to come back to cast members a little later again. But the cast members at Animal Kingdom and Epcot just blew my mind. Every single one of them that walked by us smiled, said hello. My friend had a first visit badge on. They would say, oh, welcome, welcome for your first visit or... Congratulations on your first visit. Thanks, you know, welcome. Uh, we went to watch the Festival of the Lion King, and because mm -hmm. my friend had her first visit badge on, they took us to the front and put us on the front rows. Excellent. Um, which, by the way, if you ever, if 
if it ever happens to, it's pretty phenomenal watching Festival of the Lion King from the front. Mm-hmm. Um, so just they really kind of made effort to to speak to us. Yeah, we you know we spoke to a lot of them. Um, well, with it, obviously my tattoos spark a lot of conversation uh, with cast members. Um, but even outside of that, just we found them just exceptional and really friendly, really helpful, um, and. Yeah, they, they, they blew me away. I think having been to Disneyland Paris so much, mm. and yes, okay, the cast members there are definitely getting better. This just took it to another level. Okay, fair enough. So that would definitely, the cast members were pretty, pretty top-notch in those two parks specifically. Animal Kingdom sticking out in my mind more than anywhere else. Okay. So cast members is on your good. Okay, have we got a lot of goods for this trip? Or... Uh, I have another one, two, three, another four goods. Okay, that's cool. Right, so what's what we got next? Um, so sticking with Animal Kingdom. Yep. I think you can guess what's coming. I I think Pandora. I can probably guess what's coming. Okay, this is what I was hoping was you were gonna say. Pandora. Um, I've never seen the Avatar men- movies. I will put my hands up and say that I've never watched well, movies. Just one. I've never seen it. Yep. Uh, both both times I've attempted to watch it, I've lost interest pretty quick. Um, so I had no real in-depth knowledge to what I was going into, mm-hmm. and you definitely don't need it. In That's my good opinion, news. I imagine if you have seen them and, and you know that you're a little bit more familiar with them, then the lands you'll probably take a little bit more from the land and the attractions. Yeah, I haven't. I'm glad you say that because it means I got my money's worth. I'm glad you say that because it means I haven't got to watch the other half of the film. That's all good. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly don't think you need to. Okay, I that's the better half to. though, Adam. But I need your opinion. <laughs> the story <laughs> is that of Pocahontas. Like you don't need to watch it if you've watched Pocahontas. You don't you need to watch it. the rest okay, of it. <laughs> but in saying that, Katie, Moana is basically Lord of the Rings. So if you've seen the Lord of the Rings, you don't need to watch Moana, and we all love Moana. <laughs> I would say if you've seen Moana, you don't need to watch Lord of the Rings. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. If you watch both ones, you, you don't need to watch Avatar. There so you go, guys. <laughs> but Pandora, everything from the landscape um, down to the rides to the food in the Satuli Canteen. Yeah. Um, just is, is absolutely top notch. It's not a big land. I will say that. That was the one thing that surprised me more than anything else, that it's not very big. But as soon as you walk in and you see those mountains, you just kind of know that you're in for a treat. Okay. Um, we decided to go straight to Animal Kingdom on the day we arrived. It was absolutely pouring down the rain when we arrived, and it was the only time it rained. I will say that we were really lucky. It was the only time it rained in the two weeks we were there. It was that first night? Well, that's good. And we decided to go to um, Animal Kingdom at about quarter past eight at night, and the park shut at nine. We're like, do you know what? Let's go. It's only an hour's wait yeah, for yeah. flight of passage. We'll just do it. We got in, ran straight to Pandora. We had about 10 minutes to spare. Yes, we were those people. And we walked through <laughs> yeah. the standby queue for flight of passage. We were really glad that we had the opportunity to go through the standby queue because some of the details that are in there are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, including that animatronic that's in the water. It just kind of blows your mind a little. But we only waited about 10 minutes. To ride the ride. Wow. And I think that's partly just the fact that Rivers of Light was about to start. Fair enough. Um, and of course it had rained, so people had left. Yeah. And it was the last last, you know, ten minutes of the day. But flight of passage. Um oh god, I 
do I describe? A total sensory overload. When I came off, I didn't speak for about 10 minutes because I was just processing everything <laughs> about that attraction. Um, and if you guys know me, you know I like to talk. Yeah, no. So <laughs> for me not to really? talk for 10 minutes was... was it, it was something. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I think if I waited two hours for it, I would be okay to wait two hours. I wouldn't wait any more than that. I was just going to say that. Is it... So now, is it worth that wait? I would say two hours. I wouldn't wait any more than two hours. Okay, okay. I wouldn't wait two hours for anything. Okay. More than two <laughs> hours for anything. But I think that's definitely worth the wait. It's yeah, superb. And it's a long ride as well. Oh, is it? You see, you I are, thought it was You are short. on it for a long time. Oh, okay, fair enough. Are we talking sort of simulator style here? So it's basically, the best way I can describe it without giving too much away is it's kind of Soarin' 2.0. Right, fair enough. It's oh. the same kind of screen style as Soarin'. Yeah. But it's th it's in 3D. Um, oh, the 3D okay. is pretty seamless, and the cars and the technology that they use on the the cars will blow your mind. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've yeah, heard. I've heard so I've much. It genuinely, recently. genuinely feels like you are sat on the back of a banshee. Fair enough. Did you and... find it uncomfortable at all? Because I saw that a lot of people who were quite tall were having trouble with the leg restraints. Not and you're really. Quite tall. Not really, no. It, it can be a little, like at first you, it feels a little strange and a little awkward, but I've ridden attractions like, similar to the Tron ride in Shanghai, I've yeah. ridden a roller coaster in California that's got this, a similar um, system to that, and this is essentially that, but rather than it being a coaster train, it's individual seats. Okay. So I, I, I wasn't too uncomfortable. Fair and once it starts, any uncomfort that you could possibly have if if it's not taken away by what you're seeing on screen then something's definitely wrong okay that's good it was it was pretty mind-blowing mm -hmm. and then even down to the the river ride which i didn't have high hopes for because i heard so many yeah, people saying how disappointing yeah. it was. oh yeah 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 no i was really impressed okay fair enough that it's it's a lot of screen work yeah we'll say that but it's layered screen work Right. So there's things moving in the foreground, things moving in the midground, and things moving in the background to right, create okay. a very, very immersive and three-dimensional feeling. Yeah, I like that doesn't really come across in the Physical videos, rather it? than screens. Yeah. Um, and then mix that in with the fact that there are physical elements. Okay. It's just, it's done so well. And then the end, when you get to that animatronic of the... the, sh the I don't know what it's... It's like a shaman, sh isn't it? Shaman, yeah. yeah. The, the lady shaman. Um... It's. You would swear it was a person. Okay. You would swear it was an actual person acting it out. It's that seamless. Oh wow! Fab. I always thought that Ursula in the Little Mermaid, uh, the Little Mermaid ride was yeah. probably one of the best animatronic that Disney had. It's this just knocks it. Out okay. Of the you're making okay. Is it, you're making Pandora sound enticing. You know. I'm... It, well, it, it is. Something's enticing. Well, there we go. <laughs> it changed my mind. Flight of Passage is probably one of the best rides I've ridden in my life. Whoa. Oh wow, that's a that's a big statement. It is a big statement, but just everything from from the queue, from the land to the queue, to yep. then the anticipation of getting on to actually experiencing the ride, it's just it's next level. Okay. Did you get it's to do it a level. second time? We did it three times. Oh, wow. Was it as good Jeez. the second and third it's, time? It's it's. It's as good, but obviously you can never experience something for the first time again. Yeah, of course. That takes yeah. a little bit out of it. But 
yeah, we as soon as we came off it the first time, we were so keen to do it again, and we were really lucky that we did have already had a fast pass pre existing, yeah, before holiday change that we didn't have to change around. Um, so we did get to ride it a second time, and then just out of because we enjoyed Animal Kingdom so much, we decided to scrap going to um, a rivals park, um, to stay in Animal Kingdom again. Um, and we managed to get a last minute fast pass for four of us for 10 a.m. for quite a passage. Oh, wow. So all I will say is to anybody that wants to ride it that's out there or going out there and you haven't got a fast passport, keep checking the My Disney Experience app because they do come up. Yeah. Right enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's uh, what's next on your good then? Next on my good is the food and well, I'm gonna I'm gonna combine two into one. So I'm gonna go dining plan. Right. Okay. So we got the dining plan free with our package. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just the regular dining plan. It wasn't the deluxe dining plan. So yeah. we got one table service, one quick service, and two snack credits per yeah. person per day. Yeah. Um, and I think it was actually Gareth that told me not when we booked it was that you can actually use your snack credits for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Which yeah, is, we've done yeah. that. We've done that before. Actually, it is just what he said there. It's the best use of your snack credits. Definitely. That and a Dole Whip. Of yes. course. Um, yeah. Are probably the two best <laughs> use of snack credits. Um, so the dining plan, we got to eat in restaurants that we would never get to eat in. Mm-hmm. We got to do things that I've never done before. So we ate in, um, I know this is one of Katie's favourites, but we got to do the Hoopty Doo review. Oh, I love Hoopty Doo. Hoopty Doo is brilliant. I've, it's so cool. much I've fun. never ever had the incline to do it before, but we, we decided as a group we were going to do it. In fact, I asked you guys whether we should do Hoopty Doo or... Um, the Aloha, the spirit of Aloha, and every single one of you was like, Hoop-de-do. "Oh yeah, yeah, Hoop-de-do. definitely hoop to do." And we had the best time. I did that as a dining credit. Yeah, two two table service it takes, Beautiful. and it's category one seating. Wow. So we were we were right at the front, just off to the left hand side of the stage. If you were facing the stage, we were off to the left hand side Amazing. of the stage. But it was all you can eat ribs. These are all the things that I like. All you can eat, <laughs> <laughs> all you can drink. Um, chicken, fried chicken and ribs, and I was just in my element. That was your um, And they did, they did mock my drinking habits, which upset me a little. But what, what are you going to do? <laughs> and kind of kept on pointing out to the fact that I had no intention of staying sober. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just fun. It was really, really fun, and it was a really good experience. And it was nice to take the boat over to Fort Wilderness. And yes. that would be my advice to anybody that's going as well. If you're going to do hoop to do get the bus to the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and then get the boat from the Magic Kingdom over to Fort Wilderness yeah, because then it's plan. the Pioneer Hall is a two-minute walk from mm-hmm. the boat. So you don't have to then get up on another boat, on another bus, if you go to Wilderness Lodge, mm-hmm. to then get over. It's just It was just much easier that way. And, of course, the boat ride is lovely. You get to go past Old River Country and Discovery, Discovery Island, Island yeah. which if you've got a nice cast member, which we did, he'll point them out to you and uh, talk to you about them. Excellent. So that was brilliant. Um, And then we went to California Grill, which again was two two snack credits. Yeah. Where we had some of the best food. We had lobster. You can have lobster. Two table table service credits. And it was included in in our food, our dining How how much? $80. (laughs) Wow. Our our bill bill should have been $670 (gasps) for that meal. Jeez. Shut up. That's mad. Shut up. $670 our bill should have been. That's insane. And we paid, well, technically we paid 
we only paid for the drinks that we had. We had a, because we knew we were going to be at California Grill. We knew yeah. it's a little bit more special. We did have a couple of nice bottles of wine and we had a couple of cocktails and stuff. And so our bill was actually two hundred and fifty dollars plus a tip. Yeah. Um. So we thought for what we had, that was pretty darn good. <laughs> plus the benefit to having your dinner in California Grill is that they the have outdoor viewing platforms mm-hmm. for. Mm. And actually, Depending on what time of the year you go, happily ever after. And when you watch it, you realise just how far away the fireworks go from behind the castle. It's insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really far insane. behind, isn't it? It's really far away. But it was brilliant, and they pumped the music in as well. Yes. So you, mm-hmm. so everything is still in time. Um, and from where we were stood, we could actually still see the projections on the castle. Oh, that's cool. So um, you couldn't make them out as clearly, obviously, if you're standing in front of it. But no. yes, you, you, you can... You could see the projections yeah. on the castle. That's cool. So was and it happily uh, so ever after that you saw from up there? We saw happily ever after, yeah. I've seen yeah. Hallowishes from up there. And that see, I would like to see so Hallowishes from up there. That's cool. Um, and yeah. in my opinion, and this is going to be controversial, here we go. I think Hallow, I think happily ever after is better viewed from up there. Oh, okay. Than it is down on the ground. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I can't. I haven't seen. Yeah, it from yeah, the view, so and That's really... all. That's all I'll say. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. No. I watched but yeah, so, that, so the fact so. that we did that and we could use it at the Food and Wine Festival, which was excellent. That was pretty uh, yeah. good. Reveal, California Grill, all fantastic. Like I said, got to eat in places that we would never normally get to eat. Yeah. So it was totally worth it. If you can get a package that includes the dining plan, it's worth It's worth actually paying the little bit extra for your hotel. Yeah, to get the, the dining kind package. Because bal- for us, it all balanced out. We could have done moderate and it would have been quick service. Yeah. Or we could have paid £300 extra per person to do... Uh, deluxe, yeah. which is what we did, um, and then we got the, the regular the dining plan. Fair enough. And next year, from 2018, it includes alcohol. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. How did, yeah. How did I know yeah. that? Adding alcohol to it. Oh, that's amazing. So when you do a table service or a quick service, you can have one alcoholic drink. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's not just alcohol, where well. you can use it for like the specialty milkshakes that they do at places yeah. like Sci-Fi yep. as well. They're awesome. normally about ten, between ten and fifteen dollars each on their own. That's bad. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good, so... John. That why you've said that because no one usually, not a lot of people, when you encourage people to do the dining plan, that's not usually a point that you usually would make. No. So it's good that you said you can actually go to places that you would normally normally not go because of the price. Exactly, and that's that's what we that's how we like looked that. at it. We were just like, well, you yeah. know, what can we do? Let's let's look to go to places that we couldn't normally go because of the price. Yeah. That's exactly um, how I look at Dining Plan. Yeah. I love the Dining Plan. We and did. I always use it for places that I wouldn't normally go. Exactly. Yeah. So would we you use it California... again then, John? Oh, definitely. I don't think, if I, if I was to go back to Disney World, I don't think I would go back unless I could get a Dining Plan included. I agree with that. 100% yeah. agree with that. Fair enough. I think so. there's, there's loads and loads of places at Epcot where it's like it's, it's cuisine that you probably wouldn't try at home because you're not sure if you like it. Yes. Because it's free. Yeah. Well, You've not lost anything. If it's horrible, yeah. you can get it somewhere else. And like you, we, we were going to book ourselves into Chef de France as well, which apparently is one of the nicest restaurants in Epcot. But we decided against it because we realised that food and drink festival. Hello. That's a fair point. <laughs> what what would be the point of that? So we used it elsewhere. We did. We went to. Well, I'm just trying to think where we went. We went to Fifties Prime Time, which was such a laugh, such an experience. Uh, be our guest. I'd say you'd probably go there more for the experience than the food. Did you go uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? We did breakfast and dinner. Oh, I wow. personally found breakfast food-wise better. Yeah, I yeah, I've breakfast. heard that. I've yes. heard that. Dinner atmosphere-wise was better. Okay. Because <laughs> so... uh, essentially a quick service for breakfast to be our guest is just like getting a fast pass for 
it was weird. It was it didn't feel like you were using a dining credit. It felt like it was a fast pass to get in. Yeah. To get your breakfast. Yeah. Um, but it was it was it was still good. It was nice to get a beer, I guess, because I've always wanted to and I was never able to. Okay. So it was yeah, good. That's good news. So that's so that that including Finn Wine Festival and the dining plan in that because of the way you can use. Okay. So what else have we got on your good then? Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. So go. I stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and it's a deluxe. I have to say this, it's the cheapest of the deluxes, but it is a deluxe. Um, we weren't fortunate enough to get a Savannah view, but I think that's upgrades to a Savannah view, because it's yeah. too expensive to book a Savannah view. Yeah. Um, and I have heard of many people getting upgraded to Savannah views, but when you're there for two weeks, I imagine it's much harder to be upgraded, because yeah. that's a room that's going to be out of action essentially for two weeks. So we weren't that bothered, because we kind of knew that you know, we'd already booked a, a standard view room, and there is plenty places around the hotel where you can see the animals. And and without sounding too snobby, um, actually, the Savannah view room does get a little bit boring after a while. For the first sort of few days, it's quite exciting. You're like, oh, giraffe, elephant, blah, whatever. Um, and then you suddenly get to, you open the gate, oh, giraffes are still there. And that's it. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of you become a bit yeah, blasé about it. You don't it. sound spoiled at all. Like no, that no. But you know what I mean. When you, when you stay there for two weeks, you do eventually get a little bit blasé about it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, giraffes are still there. Oh yeah, that's. Oh no, that's. Yeah. So we were, we were really really amused when we got to our room and there was a wildlife guide and we're just like, oh, we haven't added squiddle because that's all we can see. <laughs> squiddle, that well-known African squirrel. To be fair, if they'd added a couple more um, trees to where our our hotel room was, you wouldn't have been able to see the car park. We could barely see the car park as right, it was. Right, fair enough. Because um, there was enough foliage around to pretty much mask most of it. Yeah. So if they'd, if they just planted a couple more trees or give it maybe a few more years' time and some of the smaller trees have got bigger, you wouldn't be able to tell your face no. in that car park. Uh, so Animal Kingdom Lodge, from everything from that lobby when you first walk in, it just oh, blows which is your just mind. Amazing. Yeah. It's so it's grand. Huge. Um, to yeah, having the animals out there, to the pool area, to then walking over to Kidani and checking out that hotel. It's quite a lot smaller, but it's, Kidani is. Yeah, this is where we stayed. Um, it and feels it's nice. Yeah. Um, and to eating in Sanaa, um, overlooking their savanna. So you're sitting there having your curries and there's a zebra. Yeah. Um, it was just yeah, it was it, it was really special. And all the st- again, all the staff there were just super super lovely. Mm really friendly it's it's quite a bit of a maze to get used to to start off with because just because of all those stairs over by the bar area yeah to get down those stairs and get down those stairs and you've got to go that way and kind of makes trying to get your you know you get you're trying to get to the the mara for to fill up your refillable mugs yeah. it, it can be a bit overwhelming at first yeah. but it doesn't take you long to get used to it as soon as we found the lift we were fine fair enough um so yes, yeah, so that but definitely Animal Kingdom Lodge. I would, I probably would. The only other place I would stay beyond that would be the Poly. Yeah, which I've not stayed at. Because, um, but it's just too expensive. Yeah, just so too for me, expensive. Animal Kingdom Lodge was worth every penny that we paid. Okay, fabulous. All right, what? After you find the oh, um, the transfers to Magic Kingdom, because obviously it's really Long. far away compared to a lot of the That's other places. That's on my next list. Okay, okay. We'll, keep, we'll come back to that in a minute then. Okay, so, so we'll exactly. come back to that. Are we still on? Are we still that. on good? So we still got some good stuff. Um, no, that, that's pretty much most of my good. I okay. could I could waffle on for the longest time about the goods because there was just so many of them. But for me, they were the ones that kind that of really stuck out the most. They okay. were the highlights. All um, right then. Flip side, what have we got on the bad? 
Right, so I'm going to start off with what we've just talked about, what Gareth just mentioned. What does the world transportation? Right. I actually wow. found it really irritating. <laughs> I found it, I found it excruciating at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't mind standing up on buses and things like that to get from A to B. That doesn't bother me. That's not the aspects of it that I didn't like. It's just we found that perhaps it's because we were the furthest hotel from absolutely everything that we had less buses than anyone else. Oh, okay. okay. This is, I mean, this is just my own personal experience. This is just how it was for us. It didn't matter what time we left the park, whether it was first thing in the morning, you know, whether we'd go Animal Kingdom for three hours and decide to leave, or whether we'd go to Magic Kingdom to park close. Yeah. Every time we got to our stand, it was at least three buses full of people. And the buses, when they say, oh, there's another bus, bus going to be along every 20 minutes, yeah. genuinely is 20 minutes. So you can be waiting an hour just to board the bus from the Magic Kingdom to oh, get wow. back to Animal Kingdom Lodge, okay. um, which is a good 25 minutes journey. And you've already, so, you know, you're an hour and a half after park closing by the time you actually get back to your hotel room and you are more than exhausted. Oh, yeah. So I found that was that was an issue. And then when you're trying to get to the parks, not so bad. Um, I found that the buses were way more frequent coming to the hotel than getting back to the hotel. Yeah. But the time, the boards that advertise the times, they needn't bother with them. Just get rid of them because they serve no purpose. Those you just boards. sit and you look at it and you go out and you'd be like, oh, there's a bus coming in four minutes. And then you're like, oh, where's the bus? It's been four minutes. And you look and the next thing you know, it's changed for 10 minutes. And you're like, okay. And then it changes again, another four minutes. And you're like, why bother? Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. It seems. Did you... Impractical. So did you find that happen with Magic Kingdom buses more than the others? I found that happened with everything but Animal Kingdom. Okay. Animal Kingdom, because it's literally around the corner. I don't know why they haven't done some kind of walkway between the two, like you can get to Epcot from Yacht Club and Boardwalk. I don't know why they've not done some jungle path across to Animal Kingdom. For me, that would make sense. I don't know why they've not done it, because it is yeah. literally around the corner. Mm. Uh, no sooner have you got on the bus, you're getting back off at Animal yeah. Kingdom. So I don't know why they've not thought of that. The only thing I can think is to do with the animals, perhaps. Perhaps the way the, the actual locations of it would have to take you through the safari and that's not safe. I don't I don't really know. So, But I found, yeah, trying to get to the Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs was probably the, the hardest. Um, getting to Epcot and Hollywood Studios was, again, was, was a pain, but getting to Animal Kingdom was fine. Um, Getting to the water parks is annoying because the last time I was there, you could get buses directly to the water parks. You've got a transfer now. Yes. Yes, this is uh, this is a recent development. I was last yeah. there. So where do you have to get off to then get back on to the water park? So if you're going to Typhoon Lagoon, you have to switch at Animal Kingdom. If you're going to... No, sorry. If you're going to Blizzard Beach, you switch at Animal Kingdom. If you're going to Typhoon Lagoon, you've got to go all the way to Disney Springs. <sighs> Is, it, is this a seasonal thing or is it permanent? So I'm, I'm sure I remember seeing it could be a permanent thing because Animal it... Kingdom Lodge now only has four buses, four bus stops. Oh. Okay. And then when you get to Blizzard Beach or you get to Typhoon Lagoon, there's just countless, 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 countless bus stops, but none of them are going anywhere except Shades of Green. One other place, what's the whatever black place is, the the dead expensive. We buy the houses that Disney have just built. Oh, Golden um, Oak. Golden Oak, yeah. 
yeah, that, and then, yeah, if you're a Typhoon Lagoon, it's back to Disney Springs. Okay, fair enough. And so that, I found that to be a pain in the butt. So now I can see why people Uber and Lyft their way around yeah. the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, especially when you've finished a day at the Magic, uh, sorry, around Walt Disney World. Especially when you finish the day at the Magic Kingdom, you just want to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's why... Do you think that's why it's one of the cheapest deluxe ones? Because it's so far away. Perhaps. Um, but in saying that, though, when we were in, we went to the Polynesian and obviously we went to the Contemporary as well. Um, they have a slightly different vibe. For me, the Polynesian did feel a little bit more upmarket mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. than the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, contemporary, we only really were in the restaurant, so perhaps not not given the best vibe of it because we only had that element of it where we had obviously a really nice restaurant and everybody's yeah. there in you know shirts and trousers as opposed to shorts and vests uh so i don't know animal kingdom felt like you were it is a deluxe but it felt like a moderate right okay the, the very very high end of the moderates it's it, it felt like newport bay um oh. from disneyland paris Okay. So it's really, really, really nice hotel, but it's not quite the Disneyland hotel. Yeah. Okay then. So let let's continue through your bads. What have we got next? This is probably the really most controversial one. So oh, everybody no. brace yourselves right, for this. <laughs> Magic Kingdom cast members. Oh wow. Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh. I think perhaps we were really spoiled in all the other parks regarding yeah. the cast members, but when we got to Magic Kingdom, we just found them to be awful they were so miserable absolutely miserable and i can only put it down to the fact that it's the busiest car park and they're all just really a bit fed up but there was barely any of them smiled um when i you got masked for like a coca-cola it just felt like it was real effort yeah um and even when i got one for free and the girl was like oh this is on mickey she said it with such gritted teeth i was like almost (laughs) i almost I almost insisted on paying because she, she, she was like, oh, this one's on Mickey. And I was just like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. Kind of almost like I was bothering her. Yeah. Yeah, just, just take it. I, yeah. I felt it really, I, I, I really felt it there. But then on the flip side, during, and again, this is where for me it emphasized it even more, was during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, they were full of energy and full of buzz and full mm. of smiles and, and happiness and that's how I would imagine it to be all the time. And then yeah. when you would go, not in Mickey's Not So Scary, they were just miseries. Wow. That's Obviously not all of them, not all of them. I, it's just kind of a generalization, but I would say about 60, 65% of them. Okay. I would just find them to lot. be, and, and even my, my friends who've um, never been to Disney World before were commenting on it. Okay. Or just Fair like, enough. wow, what, why are they yeah. so unhappy here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that sometimes with the photo pass people in Disney, like the, always the ones that stand in the castle. For me, they don't. They seem to be like, okay, smile, because they get so many people passing through them. It does yeah. get a bit tiring, but but, but majority. Yeah. The, I, again, yeah, as 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 a good point, is as, as photo pass people. Every time we went to a park, so we'd be in 
Animal Kingdom or would be in Hollywood Studios and people they take like two, three, four pictures and then go, Would you like a magic shot? Yeah, I would love a magic shot. They do the magic shot. Yeah. In Animal Kingdom it was uh, in Magic Kingdom it was right, click, thank you, one, one picture, done. Yeah. Yeah. Even if there wasn't anybody waiting to have pictures behind us, it was one picture, done. And then we were oh, I can't remember who we were having it was a character, we were having a picture with a character and we had a group shot because it was four of us. And I like to have individual pictures with characters. And we had a picture with the character as a group shot. And then I said, oh, can I have my picture on my own? And the guy went, yep, click, you're done. And then my friend came in and she said, oh, can I have my picture on my own? And he went, oh, I can see where this is going. We were just like, what? Oh, okay. What? Mm. Are you serious? And then, of course, the other two people didn't want their picture because of the guy's sarky comment. Yeah, fair enough. So I thought that was a bit, mm. yeah, we, mm. weren't, we weren't overly impressed with that. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Yeah, but I, that was, I was genuinely surprised because Magic Kingdom we didn't do it all well we did Magic Kingdom on our second full day Yeah. so maybe perhaps we were just spoiled with the cast members at Animal Kingdom Possibly. I don't know but we'd really noticed it at Magic Kingdom and then even more so after Mickey's Not So Scary where everybody was full of energy mm. and really happy and just buzzing and they felt like they were really glad to happy to be there Yeah. Yeah. whereas most of the time it, it, it kind of felt like it was a chore Okay, Did your on. friend wear her first badge then? She had her first, yeah, she wore her first visit badge for the first week and then she yeah. lost it and so we, didn't, we just didn't replace it. Okay. But they didn't even mention it once in there. Mm. And you know, I don't expect, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, we don't expect, you know, every single person that sees it to acknowledge, acknowledge it, but a smile wouldn't kill. Yeah, no. when you got it all in Epcot and Animal Kingdom, you're thinking, oh, this is going to progress, keep going, but then when you get like none in Magic Kingdom. Exactly. Mm, bizarre. Okay. But maybe, okay, maybe they were just, or maybe it was, or poster or blues or something. I really don't know. Okay. So what? What else have we got then on your? Uh... So I've got two more, two more, two more bads. Yeah. Uh, one that was uh, Epcot Future World. Right. It's it's a mess. It's just well, a mess. yeah. It is a isn't it? <laughs> Uh, between the attractions that are closed and then the attractions that are just left unloved, um, Johnny into imagination. I'm looking at you. It's just <laughs> it needs it looking needs at you. this 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 inject of of money it's got coming its way. It needs yeah. it. It severely needs it. Mm. Test track was great. Sorum was great. Um, and Mission Space was great. But that is the and that's the only things I could really say that we even bothered with. Did you try Frozen? Oh, yes, I did, but that's World Showcase. Yeah. Oh, okay. Half, so. <laughs> okay, um, so... And then, uh, when, you know, when there was it Cool Post, when Cool Post becomes a highlight of your Epcot Future World Day. Oh, cool, cool yeah. <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> Please tell me you got the new wrong. people to drink Beverly and you didn't tell them what it was. Oh, yeah, we didn't, yes. Oh. Melon, Melon Frosty was our specific, was our particular favourite. Uh, closely, closely followed by Pineapple Fanta, which, by the yeah. way, you can get in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, I, I remember saying you bought out Pineapple Fanta. So. Pineapple Fanta. Um, <laughs> yeah, Future World. It, it needs what's coming. It, basically, it needs what's coming to it. Yeah, future fair. World. It's 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 a big old mess. Yeah, it's a bit of a transition area at the moment. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Okay, what's next? And the last one yeah. is, and again, this might be a bit controversial. Uh oh. The My Disney Experience apps queue times. Okay, go on. They are so inaccurate. Really? They're not updated in real time at all. Oh, wow, okay. They're not even updated in 20 minutes later time. 
it's absurd. You yeah, would it's look the same at it. You... Disneyland Paris app. The Disneyland Paris app is, is poor. I don't so know how they can't crazy. figure it out. Because I was using, and I know we plugged it on the last, not the last show, the show before that was the Touring Plans Lines yeah. app. I found I was using that more than anything else because when the lines changed at the right, it would change on there before yeah. it would change on the Disney Experience app. Wow, okay. So I'd be sitting there going, oh, look, Big Thunder's only a five-minute wait. We should definitely go ride that now. You would get over to it, and because obviously everybody had seen that it was a five-minute wait yeah. and they'd all descended upon the place, it shot up to a 40-minute wait. And mm. you're stood there going, that says 40 minutes. That still says five minutes. It's taken That's us 10 right. minutes to get here from Space Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the delay? And then you would go on the Lines app, and it would be five minutes, uh, forty minutes. Expect to wait thirty-two. Wow. Yeah, I think Adam, you've even mentioned about this how they sometimes even put the times up just so they stop that traffic. Yeah, to try and uh, try and move people. They to do the that at night. Park, yeah. They do it more towards park closing. Yeah. To try and discourage people from going on the bigger rides. Hmm. Yeah. Like, for example, they'll put Seven Dwarfs Mine Train as a 90-minute wait half an hour before the park closes, and you'll look at it and you'll think, that's half an hour at best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm be saying that, Adam. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I kind of get it. It's a good way to control the crowds and, and, and where you send them, but it's a little dishonest. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you've been trying to get on that ride all day and you all of a sudden it's got such a short queue, but you don't get a chance to go on it because Disney have told you it's 90 minutes and it's not. But there you go. Have we got... And then... Yeah, go on. No more bats. No, no more bats. Any okay's? Not one. Wow. Okay. Not one. There was nothing. There was nothing there that bothered me to the point that I was. I thought this is this is an ugly. This has got to go on the ugly list. There was nothing. So on the whole, a, a pretty good trip then. I would say, like I said, the goods, the goods more than outweighed. You're talking like ninety percent oh, yeah. of it. Was oh good. yeah, of course, yeah. And and those those kind of four things, apart from perhaps the Magic Kingdom cast members. Yeah. Um, you know, the, all the others were relatively trivial. Okay. You know, you can still get from A to B, and if you do want to pay for an Uber, it's it's really not that expensive. Yeah. Are those minivans out yet? Yeah. They, they are. are. We've seen a couple, but I just I still I could I still can't justify twenty dollars when you can get an Uber for eight dollars. Uh, sorry, a Lyft for eight dollars to the yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, That's you true. can't. You can't. I just couldn't justify it. Really it. it I have was... one quick question, John. Go for it. Go for it. You... You haven't mentioned your first ever experience on Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Katie. How was That's it? True. Um, so apart from the fact that you can see that that they, I don't know, they've just kind of let that attraction go. You can see that the the bears are a bit jittery and. It was refurbished not that yeah, long ago. Yeah, really, yeah. was it? Yeah, it's yeah. Gone yeah, out it was. fast then, because they are, <laughs> yeah. they are jittery. The, you know, the, talk, is... the talking heads used to have a really quite, quite prominent role in the show. Yeah. Yeah, they, I thought that. I felt, I felt they seemed really out of place, because they kind of just started and then they're never ever referenced again. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. That's a dark show. <laughs> That's one word for it. <laughs> That's, it's a, that's dark. It should between, be. between all the boys that turn me on, turn me down, and then that big massive bear singing about blood. Wow. <laughs> In fairness, it's, <laughs> it's a show. It's a show that I think should go dark now. To be honest. Lusting after the woman oh, on the yeah, swing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We were all. We were just sat there with our mouths open, going, "What even <laughs> is this? Yeah, I know. How is this? Amazing as well. How, how have they decided to take out the wench? 
Hope they decided to take up the wench option, but left this in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because nobody is going joke. into Country Bear Jamboree and it needs to stay that way. <laughs> nobody goes in and it stays how I like it and it's fine. To be fair, to be fair, we went in just as the parade ended and it was busy, but that was just as the parade ended. Yeah. So obviously right. everybody thought what we thought and that is we'll go watch the parade, then we'll pour into the Country Bear Jamboree afterwards. We'll oh, watch brilliant. it from around that area with the door whip. Excellent. Right. Oh, <laughs> two two little sub goods, by the way. Dull yeah. Whip with rum from Animal Kingdom. Oh wow. Okay. Yes, very good. Tastes like a pina colada. Yeah. Game uh, and the amount of characters they have. Fair enough. Different characters. What in Country Bear Jamboree? No, in in <laughs> Disney World in general. <laughs> they do have Country Bears. There's lots of them. I never got to see the Country Bears. I was sad at that. Oh. Um, but I did get to meet Breb. Brer Fox and uh, sorry, Brer Bear and Brer Rabbit, and cool. I nearly died. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well for Disney, Frank. I nearly exist. died, and I got to do a character palooza. Oh yeah, she did say you were going to go and right do that. Place, we got right some videos, time. didn't we? Which is cool. That's all I will say because I don't think it's really unfair to share it. But I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and got to do a character palooza. I was sad that Robin Hood wasn't there, but. but you got to see lots of cool I, characters, which is cool. I did, in one go. So, let's go from one side of uh, the world to another. And we're going to head over with Katie to uh, Disneyland Paris. Because I think you briefly want to sort of tell us a little bit about your experiences at the Run Disney Half Marathon weekend. I uh, love your optimism when you say you want to briefly tell us about this. <laughs> well, well, this is a bite-sized episode and we're already 52 <laughs> minutes in, so you know. Well, you know, there's a lot to say. Um, I don't really know where to start because, first of all, we had an absolutely amazing time. We were there for five days from the Thursday to the Monday. Yeah. And the race weekend took place over the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And I think we did have an absolutely amazing time. And we met loads of really lovely and interesting people. But, man, there was a lot of problems as well. Um, I think you've probably seen quite a lot on social media about some of the issues that there were. Um, and some of them were pretty bad. Um, and Disney haven't necessarily handled it that well. Um, I think there's been a lot of kind of silence from Disney about some of the complaints that people have had, which is a bit kind of uncharacteristically Disney. So mm. I don't want to really moan about it or dwell on the problems, but I think there were a few kind of really key things that did not go according to plan. Um, I think the biggest of those things was that for the 5K on the Friday night, they ran out of medals. I can't believe this um, Genuinely which is can't believe this pretty happened. terrible. Um, sure. So we were among the unlucky people who didn't get a medal for the 5K, which I was really, really disappointed about because the 5K was the only race that I was personally taking part in. So I've come home with no medals from my Run Disney weekend, um, which is not great. And there was about five or 600 people actually ended up with no medals from that race. Um, we've heard mixed reports of why that was, so we were hearing reports about it being a delivery problem, then we were hearing reports about it being because all of the Run Disney medals are ordered together, so all of the ones for Disney World and Disneyland and Disneyland Paris, and that because of Hurricane Irma there'd been a delivery problem, which made you feel a little bit like, I really can't be angry about this anymore. Um, but so I don't know what the actual real issue was. The one that seemed to be getting kind of bandied about the most was this Hurricane Irma problem. Yeah. But the end result was that there was about 500, 600 people who ended up with no medal. We actually saw the last one get given out and we assumed that they would have more. And they just kind of directed us over 
um, to a table where they had like scratchy little bits of paper that we had to leave our name and bib number on with reassurances from cast members who looked like they didn't know what was going on that we would be sent one in the post at some point. Um, I'm so we went you're still waiting for that, that, yes. Say that again. You're still waiting for the arrival of your medal, I take it. Oh, yes, there's been absolutely nothing. We have had an email from Disney confirming that they know we didn't get one. Um, and we had to email like our postal address, even though they should have already had that. Um, but other than that, we've not heard anything. So we were really lucky in that we were with a group of people who did get medals. They lent us the medals to get the finisher photographs yeah. at the end. Um, so we did manage to get those photos, but obviously we didn't manage to get castle photos the next day with our medals, which was really disappointing. So I think that was a kind of major problem. To make matters worse, the following day was the kids' races, um, which obviously we weren't taking part in, but they had a similar issue at the kids' race, um, that they ran out of medals. And the way that they got around this is that they actually started to give children who'd run like 100 metres half-marathon medals. Um, so obviously there was a lot of people who were a bit anxious having not got a medal at the 5k that there would then subsequently be no medals at the 10k or not enough medals at the half marathon and then it started to be all over Facebook that the half marathon medals were getting given out to children yeah. at the kids races so there was quite a lot of kind of anxious people and quite a lot of worrying and I think it made people really like push themselves a lot harder than they would have when it came to the 10k and the half yeah um, to finish in time to make sure that they got a medal because how disappointed would you be if you'd run <laughs> 21, 21 kilometers and then they said no sorry we haven't yeah. got a medal um luckily they didn't run out on the half marathon we did hear rumors on facebook of a few people just a handful of people not getting a 10k medal um but i didn't know anyone personally who didn't get a 10k medal so bit of a blunder there and they, they kind of they hadn't briefed their cast members very well so they weren't able to tell us why there was no medals or what was going to happen it was just kind of very much just go over there and put your name on a list well, it's the and issue, leave me alone the, the issue here is that disney clearly knew there was an issue with how many medals there were yeah and yet they didn't say anything to anyone before the race or there was no official announcement after the race and people were kind of left in limbo as to what was happening with regards to medals and whether there's going to be enough for this, that and the other. And yeah. certainly following it from uh, back in the UK and looking at Twitter and things like this, people were asking Run Disney, are there enough medals for uh, the half marathon? Are there enough medals for this? And there was it was just radio silence from, uh, yeah, uh, from Run Disney, silence. except oh. for they'd put, uh, they'd put some sort of um, tweet out to say, oh, the 10Ks happened or the 5Ks happened, whatever, you know, the, the usual kind of marketing tweets and stuff that went out but there was no personalised apologies or anything sent out at all. You had Paula Radcliffe sent tweets saying, I'm sure Disney will get it all sorted, you know, that sort of stuff. And there was a lot of very angry people ranting on, on Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of stuff without Disney really giving any explanation, which, which is a bit sad, really, bearing in mind uh, they've got a run weekend and the one thing that people want to come away with is a medal and they've not got enough. And, and I think the it. problem is that that's continued after the event. We're now yeah. almost a week later and people still haven't had any replies from those kind of angry no. tweets. And there was also issues with T-shirts as well, wasn't there? I believe that yes, there wasn't there enough was. T-shirts either. So we didn't, we didn't have this problem because we managed to get to the expo quite early yeah. um, on the Friday. But there was a problem that the shirts are very small in size. So luckily I knew that from last year. So I'd ordered mm. up. Mm. Um, 
but people were collecting their shirts, realising that they didn't fit and going straight back to swap them, um, which was fine, except that they started to swap shirts before everyone had collected their shirts. So people were turning up on like day two of the expo and where they might have ordered a medium shirt, there was no mediums left because they'd all been swapped out. So they were getting a smaller, they were getting like an extra large. So a lot of people came away with entirely the wrong size shirts, not what they'd ordered. Um, so luckily we were all right with that, but only because we turned up early. So yeah, that's right one bit of advice if anyone's thinking about doing it next year, which I would highly recommend despite all of these issues, um, get to the expo as early as you possibly can um, to make sure that you get what you've ordered. Well, I think it's fairly certain that Disney aren't going to make such a massive cock of it next year. Uh, I would like to think so. There was a lot of rumours because this one was organised by Run Disney France, which yeah. is a different company to Run Disney. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of chat... Um, over the weekend that next year is actually going to be a, a full run Disney event rather than run Disney France. Yeah, well, it's it's a so, magic run weekend next week, isn't it? Or run, it is, yeah. So it's a slightly different name next year already. Uh, the fact that they've given it that title kind of leads you to believe that it is going to be a little bit more in line with the American You would think ones. so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would like to think so. And I, I just don't think that they could repeat the same mistakes from this year because there was a lot of unhappy people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all weekend there was a lot of unhappy people and it was kind of the main topic of conversation was this lack of medals and the second topic of conversation was the t-shirt issues um so i think they have to learn from that but i think what they definitely need to do is they need to respond to people and kind of reassure people yeah, that's that the problem. i don't understand yeah. why disney hasn't even like done a little apology tweet or anything no it's literally been silenced they haven't even done a generic like we know some of you had an issue. We're really sorry about that. We're sorting it out. Yeah. Um, there's just been nothing. So I think that that is quite disappointing. Yeah. Because I can kind of understand why the cast members might have not known what's going on. Because probably Disney just about probably knew what was going on. So like they, I can understand probably why the cast members were like, oh, oh, why? And they're like, well, we don't really know why ourselves. Like, yeah. They definitely hadn't briefed the cast members no. at all. Um, so yeah, and it was on the Friday night when I didn't get my 5k medal, I was really upset because it was hard, like it was really hard for me to finish a 5k and I was really, really disappointed, but I do have to say it didn't ruin the weekend and Alan, um, he took part in all of the races and he did get his other medals. Um, I think if he hadn't, then I might be saying something slightly different. Um, but he did get all of the rest of his medals and we did have like an absolutely brilliant time but they were pretty fundamental things that Disney just didn't get right and they just didn't handle it which I'm really sorry to say that because I'm Disney's biggest advocate Yeah. uh, but they just didn't handle it very well at all I think there was a few other issues as well like the the launch night party was on the Friday night the 5k was on a night time this time um, which it will be next year as well, which yeah. wasn't as good as last year when it was first thing in the morning because you spent the whole day in the parks kind of worrying that, oh, I've still got to do a 5K like at the end of That's this day. That's a fair day. point, yeah. Um, but I can see why they do it like that because they've introduced the 10K On the and they want to fit all of the races into one weekend. Yeah. So it does make sense. Um, but that um, launch night party was I didn't go to it but I haven't heard great things about it the 5k was about half an hour late kicking off so everyone who had booked tickets for that party was late getting to the party and anyone who'd left stuff in the gear bags which to give you like a plastic bag to put all your stuff in 
they would finish the race in the studios and then have to go back to the expo tent, which is up in the Disney Village, to get their stuff and then come back back. to the studios to get in. So it just seemed like it hadn't been... Uh, that hadn't been thought through they should have had the gear bags at the finish somehow yeah. um or in the studio somehow or separated the ones for the people with party tickets or something like that um so i think the people who did go to the party got there late yeah. um i think they they had quite good character meets and things like that um but most people who i know who went said that they probably wouldn't bother we didn't bother this year because we went last year and it wasn't great so we didn't bother this year doesn't sound like it's any better. Um, okay, yeah. well, you know, bittersweet, I suppose. You know, good trip on the whole, but just as some fundamental things that Disney should have got right and didn't get right. But yeah. um, hopefully, I would still highly recommend going for Run Disney Weekend, and we're fully planning to go for next year. And we met some absolutely amazing people. We'd met up with loads of people from. There's a few different running Disney Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, like Run DV and Run Disney Paris fans. We met up with loads of people from those Facebook groups and they cool. were all lovely. Oh, and there was a really lovely community atmosphere and I went cheerleading like I did last year <laughs> on Main Street. And got kicked And that out. was loads of fun. Um, so it was still an absolutely brilliant atmosphere and everyone was so lovely to each other and so congratulatory. And when people would see people walking around with medals, they'd be like, congratulations, well done. And it kind of really brought people together. So I think yeah. even despite all of the problems, it was still an absolutely brilliant like experience to be there. Um, so. I just hope news. that they learn from it for next year. Fingers crossed they will, and hopefully it'll be solved for next year and it won't be so much of an issue, which would be great if that is the case. Um, so... Staying with Disneyland Paris, uh, we're staying in the studios and we're going back to John because one of the things John had the uh, beauty of doing this past weekend is we were very, very lucky to have been only a handful of people who had been invited to head out to Disneyland Paris for the Disney Fan Days presentation. So um, we got an email from Disney saying we'd like to invite one of you to come out and spend uh, the day with us and then the evening for the presentation and uh, John was the lucky one who was able to go out for us. So, John, do you want to explain a little bit about kind of how Disney looked after you and then sort of what happened in the evening? So, shall, shall, shall we start with um, the hotel that they decided to put Well, yeah, up? so shall we, shall we start off with the email? Yeah, why don't we go over there? Oh. Yeah, so, so, so usually, they... usually when Disney hosts events, they actually invite quite a lot of people. Yes. Um, and so you, they are tend to be put up in the Newport Bay. Which so when, when we obviously got the invite and I was able to go and I discussed it with the other half to make sure it was all right because, you know, so many Disney trips in one year I had to make sure it was okay. And it was okay. And uh, I was like, yeah, cool. Lovely little Newport Bay, Newport Bay Club. Little stay, that'll be nice. Little event in the night. And then we got the email while I was in Florida to say that they were putting us up in the Disneyland Hotel. And we were like, surely. Well, it originally said collect your room registration details from the Disneyland Hotel. And we were like, are they doing this because it's central or what? And then obviously you arrived and you were and all it, put up in the Disneyland Hotel. It was the Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> and I was. I, I actually. While I was going. While I was on my way over, I flew over. Um, and due to a delay with my flight on the way out, I missed my first TGV. So I ended up on a second TGV. And there was actually some people who I knew from um, from Twitter and some people who do podcasts or blogs or something that I read that were also invited. And I ended up meeting 
they ended up being on the same train as me. So we shared the trains. We all checked in at the same time, and mine was the only room that was available. <laughs> so we get there. Yeah, I know. How amazing was that? So the lady shows me where my hotel is, and I have a corner room. So not just oh, an ordinary room. It's it open around. amazing. A corner room with a balcony. Shut sure. Um And I could open the doors, and I could see Crush, back, back of Crush, and backstage studios. And then I could see the back of um, Phantom Manor, and I could hear Big Thunder Mountain just toot, toot, woot, woot, all the way around. Uh, so it was pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. And none of us are at all jealous about this, by the way. No, oh, no, hell no. You no. were all no. sitting there saying, I'm really glad I'm in the camper van. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in my camper van in the middle of the field. <laughs> and they, um, yeah, so we basically got that. We got told about all the new extra magic time. We got told about tomorrow, the 1st of October was going to be the start of Halloween. We got told, we got given breakfast vouchers as well um, for breakfast. Um, and then, yeah, so I dumped, dumped my stuff in the room and uh, we went into the parks, which were unusually busy. Okay. Um, it was really, really spectacularly busy. You know it's a busy day. Oh, just bang my head there. Uh, you know it's a busy day if um, if Casey Jr.'s hitting a 45-minute wait. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain was anything between 105 and 135 minutes. It's great. It was okay that's what it was like over the run weekend. That's what I thought. I thought maybe people have not come out because it was the run weekend and decided to come weekend the weekend stay. after. And yeah. they've all come. Phantom Manor was running at about 75-minute wait. Ratatouille was hitting 180 minutes, Good which it probably great. hasn't seen since it opened. No. Um, I went in August and it wasn't even that busy. So That's mad. Um. So we didn't do much. I uh, had a wander around, and then because I'd only landed back from Orlando on Friday morning, had to go to work Friday night, and then had to be up first thing in the morning Saturday to fly out to Paris, I decided to go back to the room and have a nap. So I had a couple of hours and a half, and then went back into the park, um, rode Star Tours, and then decided to go into studios and rode Terra Terra. Went back to the hotel, had a couple of drinks in Cafe Fantasia with some of the other UK bloggers, um, vloggers, and podcasters. Um, and then we headed off to the studios. So we had to be at the studio gates for half past, uh, half past eight. And we arrived, um, and they were still kicking people out of the park. So they took us over to one side, and we had to check in uh, just at one of the ticket booths. Um, and we got our lanyards, just just plain lanyard, just said fan days. Um, that was pretty much it. And then we were gathered over by a lovely lady. I wish I got her name, but she wasn't wearing a name badge. I have to say that, unless she was wearing it under a jacket. And they took us into the studios. We walked around in between Studio One and Studio Three. Three, yeah, I think three. Um, three is Cinema Chic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, took us in between them and then walked us over the courtyard. So we were like, oh my God, we're all going to go into the Tower of Terror for drinks. Now we went into the <laughs> Art of Animation, um, which is quite cool because it kind of, I guess it kind of, it was, it was a nice set and it was all the old Nickelodeons and, you know, history of animation yeah, posters yeah. and stuff in there so it was a nice setting we walked in and they had a table all set up to the left hand side of canapes and cocktails uh, and then to the right hand side they had the big fan day screen and this is the um, first cocktail of the night is this um this is no this is well i had a glass of wine you guys you guys know me you know i like a glass of wine um so i had a glass of wine in cafe fantasia and then i had a cocktail we got a cocktail on arrival um and then 
we all the cat so then we got there was all these characters just in front of the fan days sign so they had mickey and minnie yeah donald daisy goofy pluto uh, duffy and shelly may and they are officially the eight official characters of fan days okay and this was the point where there was a YouTube video that ended up on <laughs> online. Oh, and John. I think we'll find that John appears in this video cuddling up to Shelley May, of all people. Disappointed. No, I'm disappointed. No, listen, don't you start. First of all, I've never met Shelley May. Okay. Neither have I, but I don't Neither want to. Neither I, but I'm not bothered, and yeah. And second of all, she was a sass queen. Yeah, but it's still Shelley May. She was May. trying to steal, steal Daisy's title. No, Daisy is the queen. She, Shelley May, took such a shine to us. <laughs> it's because nobody you, else wanted to see her. Because she, she was, was the just... only one paying her any attention. <laughs> she was pleased to get some attention. Oh, sorry, Kate, I didn't realise. Were you there? <laughs> oh. I've seen it all on YouTube. I didn't need to. Yeah, I've seen it all on YouTube. There was actually a lot of people meeting Shelley May. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, jealousy's not pretty. <laughs> um, yeah. Katie, green is not your colour. Um, anyway, so turns out that they had made more cocktails than they first thought, so I had another one. <laughs> and another one. Because it was getting weird. So they were asking us to stand over with the characters. They had an actual proper film, 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 filmatographer. I don't know what you call them. Film person. Yeah. It's filming the whole event. Yeah. And a professional photographer taking pictures. So, like, right, we need everybody to stand with the characters. And we're like, okay, for a picture. So, of course, I'm handing my phone out to anybody who would take it and go, can you take a picture? And um, then they're like, oh, can you just all wave? Just wave straight into the camera. And we're all waving. Keep waving. Everybody keep waving. Just waving. Waving. It just got really weird. It got really awkward. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to have another cocktail. That was too weird. <laughs> um, green so then the characters dis- <laughs> it, Well, they had two cocktails. One was called Blue, Crazy Blue, which is weird because it was green. <laughs> and then the other one was called Something Else Blue. Um, and that had less alcohol. So as you can imagine, that's the one that nobody was drinking. <laughs> and the Crazy Blue was the one that everybody was drinking. Um, except French. So it turns out that when the French go to these events, they take them very seriously. Oh, really? Okay. Like, really seriously. Like, they wouldn't even touch the wine that was on their tables. <sighs> Don't tell so me. So naturally, being the British you table the that wine. we were, we took yeah. the wine. <laughs> um, we, took, we took their wine. It was like, you know when you go to a wedding reception and everybody usually drinks white, there's that one person, one table... You're that one table that drinks red, so you're yeah. like, we'll give you our white for the red. That's what we were doing. Only, we didn't have any white left to give. We didn't have white, white to trade. <laughs> you were just taking the red. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so then we were a little woman, the same woman that took us into Out of Animation, came in and kind of shouted, oh, if everybody wants to follow me, we're going to take you into Studio One now. And we're like, okay. So Studio One, for those that don't, are a little bit unfamiliar, is the first building that you walk through when you get into... The, the studios so you have that first courtyard yeah uh, and then you walk into studio one which is the big building with the shops on the left and the restaurant restaurants i'll use the term loosely on the right um, and it's supposed to be like hollywood boulevard yeah so we walked in there and they had uh, a stage set up um outside the shops and then like a semicircle of tables um and because we were one of the first tables in first groups in we managed to get everybody stopped to take pictures uh, we just pushed our way forwards and got the best table and then went back and took pictures. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and so they had a little stage. They had a jazz a piano and a lady singing, like, almost jazz-esque versions of Disney songs. Cool, 
Okay. I think I sent you guys a couple of the yeah. songs yeah, that yeah, she was yeah. singing. Uh, and then they had a hot and hot and cold food buffet set up to the left hand side of the stage uh, for us to help ourselves. So we had like salad pods, which were weird, um, with zero Sorry. salad dressing, and then velouté, which is a cold soup. Um, they had veal and scallops and prawns, and yeah, the, the food was pretty good actually. I have to say, the food was pretty decent, and they definitely weren't stingy on on the amount of food that was there. You know, no sooner was one lot gone, they had more coming out, and they certainly weren't stingy oh, wow. on the wine. They, they, you know, they, I think every table had its own waiter, and he pretty much kept up on top of all the wine top ups. Uh, so it was that was pretty good. And then after main course was when they decided to do the presentation. So we had a lady called Marilyn, who was the creative director for... Now, I was sure they said the Disney company. And she was American, so she very much could have been. But I was apparently later corrected, and uh, she was the creative director of Fan Days. And yes. I don't believe that that's all she's ever done. No, I, I she, guess she's involved She in has worked for the Disney company for a long time. The, the, they introduced her as someone that was the beating heart of the creative side of the Disney company, and she yeah. worked there for 20 years. So she's obviously... I think perhaps they just it was a little bit misunderstanding. And then we had Emmanuel, who I think if you know Disneyland Paris events, you're a little bit more familiar with Emmanuel. Yes. Um, and they came out and they talked us through it. We had earphones for when Emmanuel spoke uh, with translators on, on the oh, inside. Wow. But Marilyn, thankfully, did most of the talking. So we were lucky enough that we understood most of it. Yeah. Um, and then they come on and, again, told us, said a lot without saying anything so, so basically fan days or, or do you guys want to ask me questions no i was, I was like, so, no can you so fan days in a nutshell so that there's the first event that they've announced and it sounds to me like fan days is going to be something where there's going to be lots of different types of events that all sort of fit under this kind of fan days banner so to speak yes and the first, yeah, so the first, as you said, the first one is going to be the first weekend in June. It's going to be the first, the Fan Day's inaugural party. And it's going to be held in the Walt Disney Studios. There is no price as of yet, but they were asking all of us individually how much we thought they should charge. Um, and from what I could make out, a lot of people were saying between 60 and 80 euros. Right. So just a little double the price of the soiree, but then by from the sounds of it, from what you're going to get, I think it would actually be worth maybe 60, 65 euros. Okay. So, um, so what, are we, what are we getting at this, this normal party? So then? we are going to be getting exclusive ride time. Uh, so the, the tickets will be limited, yeah. as, as always. Yeah. Um, the studios can't hold that many people at the best of times anyway, so I imagine they'll limit it down a little bit more. Um, so exclusive rides, and the two they specified would be Tower of, they were Tower of Terror and Batatouille. Yeah. Uh, and again, they, they actually said, and they used the terms, unlimited rideability on these attractions. So that would, again, lead me to believe that it will be a fairly exclusive event um, they also stated that characters, they learned from the anniversary that the characters are the beating heart of Disneyland Paris mm -hmm. um, and that real, not real fans, but fans, Disneyland Paris fans specifically love rare characters yeah. and they will have over 50 characters available mad. at this Ooh. inaugural party. Now, some of these are characters that we've met before. They'll just have different outfits on yeah. um, and some of them will be characters... 
that we've never seen in the parks before. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of them will be characters. Now this is this is where this one got interesting, and I can't figure out it's how to do this. So they said there would be a pair of characters that have never been seen together in, a Disney in any park anywhere. anywhere in the world. Wow. Now that doesn't this? mean they've not been seen in a park. They've just not been seen together. So, I'm intrigued by here. I'm intrigued. Today. I'm intrigued by that. They did mention some characters specifically. They mentioned Super Baloo. So Tailspin. Who we th we think is Tailspin Baloo. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned so they mentioned also that Scrooge McDuck will be there, and they mentioned Max from. Uh, so Maximilian Goofy. Goof will be there yeah. from a Goofy movie, and they mentioned. Oh my God! I forgot the fourth one that they mentioned. I they mentioned Clarice and Clarabelle, didn't they? They yeah. did mention Clarice and Clarabelle, yes, they did. They mentioned them as well. But who they mentioned one more and my my brain has melted. Roger Rabbit. I think who it was. That was it, Roger, Roger Rabbit. Roger yeah. Rabbit will be there. Um so it's it's yeah, it's very in character wise. Fifty fifty characters is it's quite a lot. So we've got that, plus we've got the DuckTales Parade. Yep, so they're going to be doing a DuckTales that, parade to all your favourite ducks. Awesome. Shake your DuckTales parade, it's called. Um, and then <laughs> we've got basically a show on stage that is hosted by Max that is kind of songs from a Goofy movie. Yep, Max live getting goofy with it. So, Which um, was the thing that seemed to appeal to our Japanese audience the most. Yes, yeah, definitely. We said, well, I think one of the things I said to you guys in response was it sounds like it's very kind of disney afternoon sort of it does themed, it does which makes me wonder whether we're you know if we're looking at characters that we've not seen before and we might be going down the tailspin duck tails you know things like rescue rangers darkwing duck so we could have people like um gadget and the i forget what the other mouse from Monterey, uh, Monterey, yes, yeah, Monterey Jack. Oh. You know, those sort of people we might not have seen before. So if we're going down kind of a Disney afternoon route, maybe they're mm -hmm. the sort of people that might appear as well. This sounds to me like it's going to be amazing. And I am um, already, we were Booking planning on, well, we were already planning on being out there anyway uh, for this period of time. And what we've actually said is we might actually delay the start of our holiday by a couple of days. So we're out there until that Sunday. Because I'm guessing mm -hmm. this is probably going to be a Saturday evening event. I, I would, would assume so. Um, so we were like, oh, this is amazing. And then we thought we've got the kids. And we're like, they won't want to go. They won't understand any of this. So they can stay with the grandparents. So we're thinking, <laughs> yeah, like a, an adult's evening trip to, to the studios in order to go and enjoy the inaugural event because it sounds like it's gonna be right up my street um but like you say disney have not really announced a massive amount about it um but have Classic. said a lot about the fact that this is the first of a series of events is that right a series of events yeah um they will also have exclusive snacks so they oh, finally yes. cottoned on to the fact that um there is a disney snack culture yes um, and so they will have exclusive snacks. They will also have exclusive merchandise that will only be available at the Fan Days events um, mm. and will all be limited edition numbers. Oh, yeah. Well, that so... 25th anniversary jumper went like crazy, didn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the jacket. The baseball yeah, jacket. Yeah, the jacket, yeah. Yeah. Although we were in the Tower of Terror store and they had some in there. 
Oh, okay. All mediums and all extra large. It's almost I saw like those someone, in a few places. It's almost like someone just found a bag back. box out the back and went, oh, where should we put them? Put them out. Let's have it a terror shop. <laughs> I saw them in the Buzz Lightyear shop, definitely, last week. Okay, so there's a few of those back. So They were out of stock when we weren't there, didn't, weren't they, Adam? We yeah, there, were, the people there wasn't any around. So, with, um, so merchandise, exclusive snacks... 50 exclusive characters, rides, some rides, characters. shows. So it sounds kind of like Disney are cottoning onto these special event ticket parties yes. with things like you've obviously got Not So Scary, you've got Very Merry Christmas, and now we've got something brand new, which is Fun Day's inaugural party. Um, so the question is, Susan, are you going to be there? Yes. John, are you going to be there? It's the plan. Katie, are you going to be there? I think so. Gareth, are you going to be there? <laughs> I'm trying. And hopefully <laughs> I'm going to be there as well. So it looks like we might just have our first big old Disney Brit meet-up cool. for, uh, awesome. for fan days. And in, an in-park one. Yes, an in-park one. So I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that this is the start of something big for Disney. Um, Why well, is it all the way in June, though? Like, June's so far. Yeah, I know. It's, but... but they did they did, they did address that as well. They did address that they want to give people time to plan around fair it. enough okay. yeah that's so they're enough. obviously learning from the fact that um in fact we spoke to emmanuel about it at the end um, and said you know it's it's really good that you're giving us more notice because normally you just give like two three weeks notice take for example oktoberfest and the food and drink yeah, festival yeah, yeah. that they did at plaster yeah and they said and he 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 um, i don't know if i should probably say this but he actually um confirmed that a lot of the time uh, marketing is done so late because they're actually really unsure to how it will be um, accepted yeah. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and how, how people react to it so if it kind of fizzles and dies then they never really it was it was never really too grand and they never spent too much money on marketing and stuff but yeah, whereas this they have total confidence in now yeah. w- one of the things we were talking about is and one of the things that were mentioned was who is actually really behind this kind of event um, and there were some rumours that it might not just be Disney per se that's behind it. This this is what I have heard as well. And um, all the signs basically indicate to we were right, the rumours are correct. Okay. Do you want to explain a little bit more? So, there was a prince, um, a yeah. Saudi prince, who used to own 10% of the Disney company. And then, of course, he was one of the first to actually sell his shares. Yes. And he sold 9% of his shares uh, when the Walt Disney Company started to take over. Um, And he has always been a huge character fan. Mm. He's always managed to get exclusive rights to characters um, and have private parties with characters. And obviously, now that he doesn't own really anything of the Walt Disney Company, he still has a little bit of sway because he has money, um, I would assume. Um, so it's actually him that's working in collaboration with Disney to put these events on. Mm. Um, yeah. And from the retweets that we were getting from accounts on Saturday regarding the fan days, um, I would be inclined to agree that that is true. And, if and that, that he, he is working hand in hand with them. And if that is true, and he does happen to be listening, which he may do or may not do, <laughs> Uh, we just want to say thank you very much. For thank this. you very much. Yeah, thank hand- you. Good, yeah, yes. if, if it is true, he handpicked the forty people who got Ooh. to go because it was so, only forty people. 
yeah, four to people. So we were very, very lucky. And so we yeah, were really a big, a big really thank you lucky. to him for. So for yeah, that we. It sounds like the whole team's going. So that's all good yeah. news. Uh, how did we all get tickets? Oh, if we can all get tickets, this is also true. Yeah. Yeah. You said, did you say, Johnny, that they're really stressing on limited? They, they were expressing on exclusivity. Yeah. Okay. They, they said they had said fantabulous and exclusive a lot. Mm. Um, um, and I just want to say as well that if the 16 characters that they pulled out at the end as the part of the grand finale to the presentation are anything to go by, it will be pretty There amazing. are some really great rare characters. So uh, there can't wait to see Jessica Rabbit again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, looks Je like... Jessica Rabbit has a rival for the worst looking one now. Where is that? That, he that hero is oh, hero yeah. is a bit freaky, oh, yeah. but it's not. No, it's not as bad. Nowhere near as bad as. No, Jessica Rabbit was right, terrifying. It, look it looks like one of those sex dolls. <laughs> Those robotic sex dolls that, that were all over the news. He's actually gone there. He's actually gone there. So apologies, parents who might be listening with their children. We, yeah. Anyway. That's it. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna have to put the explicit he warning on the episode. Actually, now. he actually <laughs> went there, didn't he? Oh man. No, I don't think he was that bad. But yeah, so they had the the eight characters of the fan days all in their fan days outfits, which I know upset Katie because they didn't match. But it was because each one of them represented a different value of fan days. Apparently they're 15, so I don't know why they had 16 characters. That I didn't understand. Um, uh. That's and, made up. And then That's they just had, an excuse. Well, I don't know, because Minnie was, was there in like a little baker's outfit, and she was in the snacks. Yeah, say that works, yeah. Thing. So that does kind of work. And if you look at all of um, the different uh, like sneak teaser tweets they've put out, and that does work. Each yeah. one's wearing the outfit from their, their teaser. There you go. Or a teaser. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they had Hero and Callahan from... That's cool. Ka Six. See, Callahan. Has Callahan ever existed? I've never I've seen never him. Seen I've never, never seen, seen him. him. Unless him and Hero are the two characters that have never been seen together before in a park. Possibly, but surely they would have mentioned would've... that. Yeah. They and would've... then we had Mittens and Bolt. Yeah, they were cool. Oh, yeah. I want to meet Mittens and Bolt. I really do. Judy awesome. Hopps and oh, Nick Wilde. That sadness. was amazing. Wild, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde and Joy and Sadness. Yes. A lot of but these I are characters heard... who were out for the run. A lot of these characters were Hero and Callahan weren't, but a lot of the other characters that were there were there at the run weekend. Oh, okay, brilliant. I had heard that um, Joy was going to be there. I had heard beforehand that Joy was going to be there. That's cool. But just Joy, she was the only one I'd heard. Joy and Sadness so, were both on the run. Really? So okay. overall, I would say that was pretty. It was a pretty awesome event, and yeah. it turns out that Disney do these events, and they do them very well. Yeah, and we will uh, keep you informed on exactly what's happening with this. Any more details we get about it when tickets go on sale, all of those things. So uh, fingers crossed. I think crossed. this might finally be my chance to meet Launchpad McQuack. I think. Do you know? Well. I think it might be. I think it oh might God. actually be the opposite. I would die. Well, he's... Fangirl in here. Fangirl. Look, at yeah. look at DuckTales, Tailspin. You know, come on. He's a duck. He's in Tailspin. And he was there at New Year. Remember, I was he, so excited because I saw him at New Year. I just didn't meet him. Because so... it did say, and they did say it, all all your favourite ducks from DuckTales. Oh, he's definitely so going to be, be there. Yeah. Huey... Oh, now there you go. Huey, Dewey and Louie. How often do they get seen together in the park? On the parade at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah but Webergale. Webergale doesn't. Webergale doesn't. 
This is and the fact true. you get to meet them, not just like, you know, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this isn't like, because we obviously saw these characters for the 25th anniversary, mm-hmm. but we couldn't meet any of them. So now we're going to yeah. get to see them all, and we're going to, I can't believe, I, yeah, just take I'm a, my can we book. just take a step back a second and just listen to ourselves? We're talking about, <laughs> kids don't listen, we're talking about people dressed up in costumes. No, no. If you've been offended on this podcast, we do apologise. I, I, I yeah, said right. so right. In fact, I may have just said something that was worse than Gareth's comment. <laughs> there you go. We've had but... dolls, we've had drinking, we've now... Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, dear me. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you've all three Hail Marys and a whatever. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, we'll keep you up to date with any of the fan days developments and certainly with the stuff that's going on with the inaugural party and, and all that sort of bits and pieces. I'm very, very excited by it all. And, we uh, very, 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 very much so. Very, very I was, much It was so. pretty exciting being there. I can imagine it was. And when they were telling us the character stuff, the character stuff was just fun. See, I mean, I was happy enough to meet those eight characters. And you see, I was, sat in a, I was sat in a trailer tent in the middle of a field and we were all playing uh, some card games and stuff and I kept checking my phone and I kept getting told off. I was like, put your phone away, stop it, I'm trying to socialise. I was like, no, <laughs> What's going on with fan days? And then John starts sending pictures over of everything that's going on, and my phone's buzzing every two seconds with everything that's happening. I'm like, this yeah. isn't fair. And there's a YouTube video, you know, this is yeah. too much. It's just too much. There's nothing going on. Anyway, right, so uh, it's the end of um, this week's Bite Size at an hour and 32 minutes, which we're going This is uh, Bite Size episode 38, the episode bite of Bite Size that wasn't Bite Size. Yeah, the extended Bite Size. Uh, but uh, thank you once again for joining us, Katie. Thanks. Thank you, John. You're very welcome. Thank you, Gareth. <laughs> Don't say anything, Gareth, actually, just in case something slips out that shouldn't. And thank you, Susan. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks' time for what's supposed to be a full-length episode, uh, unlike this one. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about um, all sorts of stuff, including, yeah, Susan's got some stuff to talk to us about, and we'll have lots of very exciting things uh, to do with Disney, I have no doubt. But if you want to contact us in the meantime, you can contact us at radio at disneybrit.com. You can go to our Twitter, which is at DisneyBrit. You can find loads of photos and stuff on there from uh, John's Fan Days event. You can go to our Instagram, which is at DisneyBrit as well, and you can go to facebook.com forward slash Disney podcast and you can find out all the bits and pieces that are on there to do with the fan days event as well uh, but I think that's about everything oh the quiz uh, keep going with those quizzes we've done two weeks now I think haven't we Gareth and we've had some really great results oh, yeah and you're in luck because I forgot to close it today so it's still open oh it's still open but it'll probably be closed <laughs> by the time people listen to this so don't go and try it but coming up on Friday is going to be the next one uh, but it's people getting really into it so people are doing really well and so people are realizing maybe they don't know as much about disney as they thought they knew but um, and that includes me yeah that includes I, me. I didn't I'm do not last sharing week. my results <laughs> oh, fair enough <laughs> don't, don't do that but we will be back in uh, two weeks time but until then we'll see ya
Merci. Ah,